We are parked in Hebrews chapter 4, uh, verses 14 through 16, because this is such significant news. It's sort of the, many would argue, many uh, scholars would argue, this is sort of the hinge point of the entire book. Uh, Therefore, since we have a great high priest who has gone through the heavens, right? Not just through the veil, looked at that yesterday, not just through into the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle, but who has gone through the heavens. Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold firmly to the faith we profess. So don't give in, don't back down, don't, don't be shy, don't be timid, don't live in sin. Boldly move forward because we're doing so on the basis of Christ. So um, look, The fact that Jesus is our high priest and that he came and took on human form and was one of us means that he understands us. He understands life. He is like us in every way except without sin. The the fact that this is written the way that it is with a double negative suggests that a lot of people were suggesting um, that it wasn't true, right? That that God cannot understand... um, what we're up against, cannot understand the human condition. Uh, and there's people um, who, who argue this point, uh, coming at it from a slightly different angle. C.S. Lewis has a famous uh, little quip uh, in which he says um, that there are those that say that Jesus can't understand um, temptation uh, because he was without sin. And he writes, um, well, I'll read this quote. A silly idea is current <clears throat> that good people do not know what temptation means. This is an obvious lie. Only those who try to resist temptation know how strong it is. A man who gives in to temptation after five minutes simply does not know what it would have been like an hour later. That's why bad people, in one sense, know very little about badness. They have lived a sheltered life by always giving in. Christ, because he was the only one who never yielded to temptation, is the only man who knows to the full what temptation means. The only complete realist. We have a high priest who understands the challenges of life, but has been without sin. Let us therefore approach the throne of grace with confidence, uh, because, uh, because we're doing so on the basis of somebody who is that good. Uh, when Adam and Eve sinned, you know, the sign went up on the garden that said uh, no access. But when Jesus Christ lives the perfect life, completes the law, uh, does that as our representative, then we now have access to God. Uh, we can't, not on the basis of our merit, but in Christ, we can approach a holy God. If you were to go to a Jew in the you know, first century and say, hey, just go into the Holy of Holies, they would have said, I can't do that. I'll die. And yet that is what we are being told because of who our high priest is. The veil has been torn, right? From the top down, when Jesus died on the cross, the veil was torn. The Holy of Holies is opened up on the basis of Christ's complete work. If we identify in him, if we accept him then we have access to come boldly into the throne of grace. This is great news. Hebrews is a great book. I hope you're staying with it. Have a good day. See you tomorrow.